the most wonderful time of the year. Welcome to the Chick Foley Show. Happy belated Thanksgiving to everybody out there. It's Black Friday. If you're a wrestling figure collector, this is your one of your favorite days of the year. I'm here in the Jimmy's Famous Seafood Studios in Baltimore. I want to wish everybody out there a happy belated Thanksgiving. And uh, I have my better half on the line. Uh, Chick Foley is here. Well, she's in Hawaii, so but she's here digitally. What's going on, Sheena? Not a whole lot, man. Coming down from all the uh, the Thanksgiving food that I ate yesterday, trying to <laughs> still process all that. Yeah, we talked about it before we uh, record. We hit the record button, but uh, you had a pretty nice little spread. I had the traditional. Went over to the in-laws. Uh, they made uh, you know traditional Thanksgiving meal. Watched some football and stuff. And you had a little bit. You're out in Hawaii, so you had a little bit of a different uh, different vibe going on out there. Yeah, normally, you know, we make the big Thanksgiving spread and everything. I love I love to cook all that and do all that. But this year, you know, we just kind of decided to um, take a year off uh, from all that. And we went out to eat to, at one of the resorts here. They had a big Thanksgiving spread. Um, and it was really nice and it was freaking delicious. And we ate our weight and all the things. But um, one thing that I totally didn't plan for was not having leftovers at the house, which is like one of the most crucial things about Thanksgiving, right? It's one of the favorite parts is like waking up in the middle of the night or the next day and having like a fridge full of stuffing and turkey and pies. And we didn't have that, which was kind of disappointing. Yeah, I do love like this, the Thanksgiving day after sandwich with the, with you put a little mayonnaise, little cranberry Dude, sauce, little stuff. Yes. In, yeah. A little gravy. Yeah. I gotta say yeah, you people who have Wawa's, we used to get this <laughs> thing called the Wawa gobbler yep, and it's like a yep. Thanksgiving sandwich and man, mm. good call. Good call. Um, I do want to give you props because uh, if you follow Sheena on Instagram, she's, uh, I would say, dedicated uh, to the cause of uh, staying fit and eating well and all that good stuff. And uh, she's in peak physical condition. But uh, you threw down. You, you posted a picture of the plate you had, man. You, you didn't uh, you didn't hold back. I like that about you. No, I, you know, uh, I'm a health and fitness coach and I definitely want people to live their healthiest, happiest, you know, most energetic lives. But at the same time, like I'm a creature of balance and I don't think you have to be extreme to be in shape. And when the time comes, man, I don't play around. Like I like to enjoy <laughs> life. I like to enjoy all the things that taste delicious. Um, and one, one big meal like that, it's not gonna, you know, it's not gonna ruin you. So I, when it, when the time comes, I don't, I go down. You had something on there. There was something with a poached egg on it. What was that? That looked delicious. Was that like Oh my gosh. It was, yeah, it was this turkey bacon Benedict. It would have been better if it was pork bacon, but it was turkey bacon Benedict and it had like a cranberry on days on it. Dude, it was nice. so good. And I mean, Sounds there was delicious. lobster tail and yeah, Colby beef and all of the things. I mean, it was just, it was spot on. Yeah. I used to work in a restaurant that did like a Thanksgiving buffet. And as much as I love doing traditional, you know, thanksgiving at home it is nice to be able to like we, we would do a pretty nice spread and i know a lot of restaurants do and you know you, then you're done then you can go home and just kind of relax and watch football you don't have to clean up or anything so that, that might be a, a good idea one year to do just to to change tradition a little bit yeah it's good every once in a while and it was nice to like have a good meal and not have that buzz kill of like having to clean up the kitchen and do dishes because nothing is worse than like having an amazing meal and then looking in the kitchen and it's just like destroyed and you're exactly. like shit World War II, yeah yeah yes do you do you miss uh you live out in hawaii obviously do you miss this time of year i know you're a big christmas fan a big thanksgiving fan do you miss like the the weather and just kind of the feeling of the the holidays or are you just you know you just rather live out in hawaii and live it up 
The weather, no. Uh, I'm warm weather all day, every day, baby. Like if you give me the the beach on th- or Christmas and Thanksgiving, I'm I'm for it. Uh, you know the the family part of it, like the Hallmark touchy feely stuff. Yeah, I do kind of miss like the hustle and bustle of like you know shuffling around and seeing family and stuff. Um, but you know, like I talked about on my Instagram, like it kind of makes you make your own traditions and stuff, which is nice. Um, but it does feel good to like. I, I was kind of getting an email yesterday, seeing everybody see their families and stuff. But you know, it is what it is. Uh, I can't complain about living in Hawaii, and if I have to spend Thanksgiving and Christmas in Hawaii, I mean, that's there's worse ways, right? Yeah, yeah there's worse ways to live. Uh, we are going to do a uh, Survivor Series recap. We'll get into a little bit of Raw and SmackDown, and we have a bunch of cool Black Friday and Cyber Monday kind of deals for you guys to score some wrestling merch. But you had a qu- you had a quick public service announcement for the people out there, didn't you? Yeah. Um, if you followed Chick Foley this past week, uh, there was definitely some interesting conversation drummed up in the the Chick Foley universe. After uh, Survivor Series, I made a post about my disgust with the fans uh, turning on Ronda Rousey during, you know, the after the match, and uh, it blew up beyond what I could have imagined. And there was a lot of butt hurt smarks kind of sounding off uh, in the comment section. So I just want to take a moment to give my two cents on, you know. On that, on the whole situation, um, because you know the the reason for the post is that wrestling fans are never satisfied, and it makes it impossible for WWE to tell a clear story because there's never going to be a satisfying resolution because fans can't decide who they want to cheer for, you know. And besides maybe Seth Rollins or AJ Styles, Ronda was one of the most consistently cheered and revered baby faces on the entire roster, you know. People cheered her so naturally, WWE starts to move the needle in her favor. And then all of a sudden, you know, she's being crammed down our throats. She hasn't earned it. She's garbage. And, you know, that's the standard narrative that gets thrown around um, by wrestling fans anytime WWE is giving someone that didn't spend 15 years wrestling in a high school gym a push, you know? And it's yeah, so yeah. annoying because Rhonda is a star. I mean, she's a world-class athlete, an Olympian, a champion, and she's become a damn good wrestler in what has been her short time with WWE, you know? And she had a five-star match against Charlotte where she took a vicious, brutal beating, which I doubt very few other superstars, like, let's be real, very few other superstars on the roster, and especially none of the pencil neck marks sounding off in my comments, would have been willing to endure, you know? Um, And then she gets booed out of the arena and people are chanting, thank you, Charlotte, you know? And here's the thing, guys, like it's not about cheering heels and booing baby faces. You can love and hate who you want to, right? There is a superstar on the roster for everyone, regardless of whether they're a good guy, bad guy, jobber, comedy act, or anything else for that matter. And And I told you guys, I thought it was a mistake from day one for WWE to put Becky and Ronda head to head. Like, I knew this was going to be bad news for Ronda as far as, like, you know, like, people turning on her. But that's not what this is about. This, like, just for a second, you guys, try to enjoy what you're seeing without having this preconceived notion of what you think is going on or how it should be done, right? Like, just take a moment and try to understand the story that WWE is telling. And, you know, and a lot of the so-called, so-called hardcore fans will legitimately just go against what they feel like WWE is doing because they're trying to be contrarian or because they think it makes them cool. And it's like they're afraid like someone's going to see them enjoying WWE and not some backyard bullshit and judge them for being mainstream. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's just... Why, why watch if you're so miserable? And, you know, if you're going to put every move under a microscope until you take all the fun out of watching wrestling, like 
don't watch, you know, find something else to watch. And if you don't like WWE, there's tons of other, there's lots of other wrestling out there for you to watch, you know, um, guys, I mean, guess what? After being a hardcore loyal fan of the walking dead for years and years, I started to find myself bored and irritated with the way that the show was going. And guess what? I didn't stand in front of my TV and boo it or go on message boards and talk shit about Robert Kirkman. I just stopped watching, you know, like I just turned, like I spent my precious time on Sunday evenings tuning into something else. And it's simple. You don't have to be mad or, you know, completely irritated by WWE because they don't owe you anything. They write the stories, you tune in and buy tickets or you don't period, you know? Um, and everyone coming on my post trying to justify the crowd's reaction and explain to me how WWE should handle their storylines and their talent. Like, guys, Vince McMahon has built a global empire over the past 40 years, creating the longest reigning episodic television show in the world, which millions of people still tune into. Like, you can say, oh, WWE sucks and you know, nobody watches it anymore, but millions of people still watch, guys. And, you know... The fact that you think that you know better than WWE does about how to tell a story is ludicrous. You know, meanwhile, like you overcooked your hot pocket in the microwave because you couldn't <laughs> read the instructions correctly. You know what I'm saying? So like, stop pretending like you know more than Ooh. WWE. And if you disagree with my stance, I can appreciate that. It's totally cool. And that is your right. And there are hundreds of other wrestling accounts and podcasts that you can tune into where jerks just like you shit on the product every single week, no matter what is put out. But, you know, this podcast and Phil and I are a podcast for the fans. We are for people who watch wrestling to be entertained. We are for people who use wrestling as an escape of all the other bullshit that's going on in the world. And if I wanted to be bitter and angry about everything, I would just watch the news, you know? So, like, I watch wrestling to enjoy myself and be entertained. And, you know, I I choose to watch the highest quality sports entertainment in the world, and that's WWE, hands down. So that's all I have to say about that. That is my stance on that. I didn't get to properly dictate myself on the, the, uh, the comment section, but I just wanted to let everyone out there know, like, this is where I'm coming from, guys. Well, it was very well said, and I to I wish I disagreed with you because it would make for a great podcast, but I totally agree <laughs> with everything you said. And I've been watching wrestling probably a lot longer than most of these freaking haters on social yeah. media, and I have no problem with Ronda Rousey. I don't think she's getting pushed down her throat. She's been here less than a year, and she is awesome. If you didn't know she was in the MMA, if you just watched only wrestling and you didn't watch anything, you didn't read anything, you would think she's pretty good. I mean, she. I don't think she's getting push down anybody's throats i have some problems with her character we'll get to that more in the survivor series and the raw stuff but it's very very tiny i have no problem with watching her i don't know why the fans do it's similar to the roman reigns thing and it's just you, you wouldn't go to a justin bieber concert and just boo the entire time you just wouldn't go it's like what what are you doing it's not you don't have to watch ronda rousey for the entire three hours of survivor series she's on there for 20 minutes so hold, put exactly. your, sit on your hands if you don't like her then watch the next match it's not you know it is exactly. frustrating, and wrestling fans are weird like that. I don't, I don't. There's not any other thing you can think of that like. There's not Game of Thrones fans that hate a certain character and just boo, you know, write bad about yeah. them. It's like you know, it's whatever. It's that's part of life. You don't have to like everything. You don't have to like every superstar. I don't like every superstar, right? But it's just, it's like when when there's a story to be told, like you're basically, when you're at wrestling, you are basically at a, like a, a Broadway production. You know what I'm saying? Like there's a story there. Like it is athletic and it is, you know, entertaining, but like they are telling a story. So 
listen to the story they're telling. Like, don't try to rewrite it during the show. Like, when fans try to, like, take over the show, like, there is nothing worse than that. And it's so disrespectful to the to the talent and to the superstars. And you see, like, the talent goes on their Twitter accounts and they blatantly, like, bash the crowds that do that. They don't like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you think you're doing the, the talent a favor by, like, taking over the show you're wrong you know it they work so hard day in day out freaking traveling 350 plus days a year and you want to shit on what they're giving you you know and it's 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 crappy like get a better attitude ronda rousey has wrestled 12 matches seven of them were on pay-per-view so for her to be as good as she is right now i think says something and i don't i know i, I don't want to harp on this for too long but yeah. I just I just think that's how wrestling fans are going to be. I don't think they're ever going to change. So maybe we'll do our little part to, to change them on this show and just tell them, just relax. Just have a cold beer. If you don't like what you're watching, go to the fridge, grab something sure. to drink. And, and one last thing I just want to touch on, like your time in WWE does not equate to what you deserve in WWE or your talent. So because it I mean, uh, no shade to Alicia Fox. Let me preface this by saying no shade to Alicia Fox. But Alicia Fox is the longest like she has been with the company the lo- longer than any female superstar on the roster. So you're telling me that she deserves a main event push or that she should be headlining WrestleMania just because she's been there longer than everybody else. Like just because Rhonda has only been there a year does not make her any less qualified to be a superstar or a champion than anyone else. Like that's the bottom line straight up. When you said that, I thought of our truth too. I mean, how long has he been around? He doesn't get title matches, but he's, you know, he's part of the show. He gets, you know, I don't think everyone is going to be a world champion, and and Ronda's reign on top is not going to last for you know a hundred years. She'll yes. she'll have an Oscar kind of ups and downs to her career. So you know that's the problem with you know a lot of the fans is they think that everybody like everybody deserves a title push or a main event spot, and that's just not the case. Like everybody plays a part in this big. WWE machine, right? There are people that are mid-carters and they are mid-carters because we need mid-carters. There are people that are jobbers and we need jobbers, right? There are people that are comedy acts because, you know, we need comedy acts. Like not everybody is meant to be at the, at the top of the mountain, you know? And that's just, that's just life. That's with anything in this, in this life. Um, and you can't, you just don't be entitled thinking that every superstar, just because you like them or just because they've been there long enough that they should, that they're getting buried because they're not in the main event picture. Very well said. And you can, uh, you can follow Chick Foley on Instagram and Twitter at, at Chick Foley. You can follow me on Instagram at I hate JJ Reddick. And if you have any questions, if you want to tell us how great we are, uh, just shoot us an email, askchickfoley at gmail.com. Uh, we'd like to get uh, some questions submitted there, and we'll answer them on the show. Uh, so hit us up. We'd like to be interactive with you guys. And uh, definitely subscribe. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Podbean, uh, any app that you find podcasts on, we're probably there. Give us a nice iTunes review if you listen to us there. We really appreciate it. We have one review right now, and I'm not going to read it to you, Sheena, because it's someone saying how mean you are. <laughs> this, oh, my gosh. This might, this might be a perfect time to actually read it. And they didn't say anything bad about how the show is. They just said how mean you are to them. It must be someone like you went to high school with or something. But this is the no, one the one review we from, have. Yeah, it came from – I bet it stemmed from the post, uh, yeah, the uh, Rousey post. Yep. Yeah, so I guarantee that's what it was because there were lots of people sounding off saying, you're so mean. And, guys, like, let's be real. I am not going to take my precious time giving every single one of the 700 comments on that post a – response which is why i addressed everyone here on the podcast so i hope some of those jerks listen in um and maybe change their change their mindset a little bit but guys i'm not going to 
get in social media arguments battling with people who have their mind made up, you know, like if you're not going to have a, a logical conversation with people who are illogical, you know, so of course, yeah, but we have 22 five star ratings and one one star rating. It's from this, uh, this little snowflake but uh if you do go on itunes write a review it can be like five words long just say we're cool or we're great you like the show and give us five stars and how about this next time on the show here we'll read some of the five star reviews that we do get and uh, maybe we'll give away some cool stuff uh i have a yes. bunch of a uh, bunch of figs that we can give away we'll, we'll figure that out uh before next week but uh yeah leave us a review it takes two seconds but uh Let's go inside the squared circle, Sheena, and Survivor Series was on Sunday. Uh, let's do a quick overview of that before we get into some individual matches. How did you feel about the pay-per-view? Did you like it? Did you love it? Were you in the middle? How'd you feel? I thought it was great. I think um, I thought Survivor Series was really, really fun. Um, again, you know, when those matches, like a lot of those matches, like don't have any true, um, you know, weight to them. I don't have any... Um, there's no bearings on the outcome. So, you know, you just kind of watch them to be entertained and for fun. Um, but like the big matches, obviously like, you know, Charlotte, um, and Rhonda and DB and Brock, like those were, those exceeded my expectations, honestly. For sure. I, I agree with you. I think you have to, for me, Survivor Series is, is kind of a stale concept. It has to be something where there's sort of, some sort of, you know, something on, on the line, something at stake where, where, whether it's a spot in the Royal Rumble or, I don't know what you can do, but why why is uh, Bailey and Sasha Banks going to team up with these people just to defend the honor of Raw? Do they really care that much about where they work? I mean, that's 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 some dedication, I guess, but uh, it didn't make much sense. And uh, I just I just feel like these five on five matches they're a cool concept. They sound more fun than they are to watch. It's just a lot of quick pinfalls and fruit roll ups and. And all that kind of stuff, and, and those matches aren't very memorable. I mean, we last week we tried to pick up some of our favorite Survivor Series matchups, and none of them were. I mean, mine was just because there was a bunch of big dudes in it. And I'm sure the match wasn't very fun to watch, and uh, these these were, were okay. They weren't bad. I I enjoyed watching them, but I'll, I probably never go back and watch them again. Right? Yeah, it's definitely not something you're going to recommend to somebody. Like, oh my gosh, go back and watch the the pre-show match, the uh, the tag team, the Raw and SmackDown tag team. Like, it was you know epic. Like. It's they are those kind of you know I don't want to say throwaway matches because they are I mean they are entertaining and there are some good some good spots in those um, but like you said I mean what what did Charlotte or what did Sasha and Bailey have to gain by joining the the team like I you know after after all the controversy and stuff it's just kind of like well okay we're gonna give in we'll do it yeah I I, I originally watched the Charlotte match and the Dan O'Brien match right after Survivor Series ended I, I wasn't able to watch it live and I was this morning got the house to myself the wife and kids are out of town for a while and I sat down and watched everything from the beginning and it wasn't I probably didn't need to I, there wasn't anything really that stood out to me the Rollins Nakamura match was was pretty good it wasn't you know Nakamura was dressed like a like a character on that '70s show or something. He had like bell oh bottoms on. Oh my gosh! Yeah, we the the shirts were repug like they have to change that up like i'm so tired of the survivor series wearing the the t-shirt the branded t-shirts um you know i i get wanting to like you know differentiate maybe like having red or blue ring gear or like accents or something like that but there is no need for like shinsuke to be wearing a smackdown live t-shirt over his ring gear like and it, it, yeah it is insane it looks so ridiculous yeah, it was, and even the Rollins like the shirt that's like half and half, like 
How do, <laughs> I how do they? I was just wondering the whole time. How do they even make that? Is someone stitching that up like by hand or something? Oh yeah, they have like their their costume designers and stuff yeah. in the back that like stitch all that stuff together for them. Um, and it's just, I mean, and Rollins wrestling in a shirt period is just weird. And then when it's like a half and half, you know, Rollins branded T-shirt and a uh, raw T-shirt, it's just awkward. <laughs> I have a couple notes just from the uh, just from a couple matches. We can kind of go back and forth. The women's match won by Raw. At, you know, Raw with the clean sweep, which they said a hundred times on Raw for some reason. That kept talking about that. Uh, huge reaction for Oscar, which was cool to see that people still love mm-hmm. her. I mean, I can see her getting back into the title picture, especially if if Becky's out for any any extended period of time. I don't know how I feel about Nia Jax getting. I don't know if it's a push. I mean, obviously she's the the survivor here in this match, the sole survivor, and then she's going to get the title match at TLC against Ronda. Uh, yeah, should be should she be rewarded for basically putting their hottest act on the shelf? I mean, that's what it feels like. She's got he- tons of heat from the crowd, which is you know good for her character. I'm glad they're using that, but for her to get a push because of it seems kind of weird. Um, it does seem weird, but kind of like what I touched on last week, I feel like possibly it was it was better to not that you know I don't I'm not glad that Becky got hurt by any stretch of the imagination I never want any superstar to be hurt in real life ever um but I mean there was no way that they were going to be able to not like highlight that or use that you know like I mean they have they have to take what they're given and go with it because like Nia punching her in the face and causing her to be out of the Survivor Series match like if they had just brushed over that or glossed over that I think it would have been a huge miss um I don't I'm not for the face breaker gimmick I I don't know why but it's just like I mean I guess it's supposed to irritate me and like you know make my blood boil but it's just so annoying especially like with Tamina by her side and all of that um but I mean that's the reaction I'm assuming that WWE wants from people. And I definitely think her and Rhonda going head to head uh, at TLC will like with, with Nia Jax having so much legitimate heat. Like I feel like she's got like that, like hater heat for real because she injured Becky. I think it will help Rhonda get back to where she was with, with the fan base and, you know, um, being cheered and beloved and all of that. You have to keep her heel now. I mean, now that she's got this, this, legit heel heat you got to keep her heel for at least a year i mean i hate that's one of my biggest complaints about the wwe right now it's just switching people back and forth and now miz is a face and like it's just it's just i know they're trying to get away from the face and heel type stuff but that's what works and i I feel like that's that's how you build storylines you can't just have two people that are liked and you know yeah there's always got to be a protagonist and antagonist like you know (laughs) um yeah i agree um i think i prefer heel Naya I think Naya just kind of looks like a heel um you know I know she had a baby face run where she was like the anti-bullying um you know that was kind of like her message and stuff which I thought was great and kind of you know I think a lot of young women and stuff need to hear hear that message um and I know WWE caters to that a lot but personally I do prefer heel Naya I think she's just someone who like I think she's better suited for that role we touched on Seth and Nakamura, AOP. I guess they're not authors of pain anymore. They're just going to go by AOP and, against the bar. And we got to see uh, the first ever – I don't know if we've ever seen anyone piss their pants on, on WWE television. <laughs> 
Yeah, that was strange. Um, and then they they obviously like played it up on Raw really big. Like I don't know where they were going with trying to like humiliate him because he peed in his pants. I was like, this is so <laughs> weird. I don't know why they're like chanting, you know, PP or they were they were doing like the AOPP chant, <laughs> which I thought was kind of, which was kind of funny. Yeah, it's always one of those moments where like you're like, imagine if you were watching this with someone who's never watched wrestling before and you had to explain this to them. It's just so embarrassing. <laughs> I think that a lot, like when I'm watching wrestling with people who are like, you know, they're at the house, or, like we have family over and stuff and like wrestling's on. I'm like, I wonder what these people are thinking about what is on the screen right now. Yeah, I mean, there's some great stuff, but then you have stuff like this, but uh, AOP goes over the bar. Uh, I really like the Buddy Murphy match. I need to start watching a, a more 205 Live because that was a really fun match. Uh, it, it was a perfect mm-hmm. place on the card too, which was good. Kind of a little little break between all the, the Survivor Series matches. Right. Yeah, um, I uh, personally, I think, um, I don't know. I, I love the, the Daniel Bryan versus Brock match, but I don't know which I love more with Charlotte um, Charlotte Ronda or DB versus Brock. What about you? Which one do you think won the night? Man, I hated the Daniel Bryan match. I thought it was just going to be a squash, and then, they, and then they kind of told a story right in the middle of it, and he came back, and just it was a perfect way to, like, obviously in real life there's no way Daniel Bryan is going to compete with a, a guy like Brock Lesnar, and they kind of – played up to that and it was kind of you know he did a little dastardly deeds to kind of get back into the match and and it, it got pretty interesting at the end i was into it all the way through i liked dan o'brien fighting back and i was worried about some of those uh suplexes he was taking after uh, after being out for a year plus with a concussion issue so i'm surprised they went with that but uh he was laying some blows onto brock too uh, some forearm shots and it was a pretty brutal match man i, I liked that a lot a little bit more than the Charlotte match. I just didn't like the ending of that. I think the match was really fun, and and I mean they were beating the hell out of each other. And I, I I'm excited, which I'm probably this is the reason they did this. I'm excited to see where this goes, and how they build up to that because I don't know how they're going to face each other going forward on different brands, but we'll see. What about you? Yeah. Um, Daniel, I love the Daniel Bryan versus Brock match. And same as you, I was just like, oh my God, they're just like going to squash Daniel Bryan. Um, and then whenever he went to pin Daniel Bryan and he picked him up, um, I was like, oh, something's happening here. Like they're about to give us like something, you know, because you, you know, in those situations, like you have to take the pin when when it's time or like you're, you're screwed. It's like that classic. Uh, I don't know if you watch, you watch game of Thrones, like the mountain and the Viper. Like oh, yeah, you, you yeah. can't, you, you can't gloat. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you, you have to take the kill when it's presented to you. And I knew when Brock didn't take the kill, I was like, Oh man. Um, but the thing about Brock man is that, you know, even with DB being like what, like a quarter of his size, Brock sells so good. And, you know, you can hate on Brock or whatever, like, you know, for him being a part timer or, you know, whatever you want to say, but he makes people look strong, you he know, does, and yeah, he, I mean, for him to put Daniel Bryan over who like legit, like, let's be real. If they met in real life, like he would squash him with his thumb, but you know, he made, Daniel looked like a freaking rock star. And again, same as you, I was very uncomfortable watching, um, you know, Daniel Bryan take those suplexes and I kept holding my breath just hoping nothing horrible happened because I was like, Oh my gosh. But, um, you know, it ended up being epic and it, it brought us the, uh, you know, quote unquote, the new Daniel Bryan, um, which I'm interested to see where this goes with that weird, you know, third person promo that he cut, um, on SmackDown. That was really the only development on SmackDown was like the, uh, the new Daniel, the emergence of the new Daniel Bryan. But he's got a match with AJ lined up at TLC. Um, no stipulations on that yet. As far as I know, 
Um, but that should be another another instant classic. Oh, for sure. What do you, uh, back to the Charlotte match? What do you th- what do you make of her heel turn? We kind of touched on it a little bit, and what does that mean for WrestleMania? I guess we've already seen Charlotte and Oscar. I mean, that would make sense, but we've seen it before. I don't know what they do with her. Uh, maybe Becky gets kind of the stone cold face turn. What do you think? Um, I'm thinking, you know, obviously Ronda's going to fight Nia at TLC. Um, and I think somehow they're going to set up, um, you know, Charlotte versus Ronda at the rumble. And maybe, maybe Becky interferes, um, and sets up some sort of like triple threat situation for mania. Um, I would totally be in for a, a Charlotte Ronda Becky triple threat at, at mania. I think that could be, you know, a killer match. What do you think of AJ Styles not being on this card? It was kind of weird. I mean, obviously he has some sort of injury. Maybe that's why they kind of played it up, and that's why he wasn't in the mix match challenge. And uh, well, and he's renegotiating his contract too. Oh, um, so I, I, don't, I don't. Yeah, I don't know what you know. I don't know obviously what the goings on with that, or you know what what he's trying to do as far as that's concerned. But, um, you know, I do know that he is renegotiating his contract and, um, I've heard like, you know, via just social media that are like the internet, I guess I shouldn't say social media, the internet that, um, maybe he's trying to go to more of like a part-time schedule. Um, so, you know, we'll see how, we'll see how that, how that plays out. But, um, it was weird. It felt weird. Like they're like, it, it, it's definitely not SmackDown. Like there's no sort of SmackDown event without AJ Styles. Like it just felt foreign. It's like almost like Christmas without Santa Claus. Yeah, you know? it did. I, I was just thinking the whole time how I'd love to see maybe not Seth, but definitely somebody like Finn become the face of, you know, if, if AJ isn't on, on SmackDown or if, you know, if he's a part-timer, they put him more on raw and just have Finn be the kind of main face there because he's just kind of buried where he's at now. And, you know, people love him. He's a huge draw. And I think he would, yeah. be, he would have a good chance to develop. We can maybe have a we're, – we're, we're going to start a Patreon, uh, you and I, where we're going to have different tier levels. Maybe we'll have kind of a fantasy booking episode where we'll, we'll see where we can move people around, what would make sense, make some tag teams and just, you know, fantasy book some stuff. And I, I just think Finn, Finn deserves a little bit better than where he's at now. It's just Raw is so stacked and you have a, a part-time champ who's not there and, you know, it just doesn't make sense for him to be in, in kind of the main event picture right now, but he deserves to be, I think. He's he's a hell of a draw. Yeah, I could totally see that. And they need to, I mean, if they're going to capitalize on Finn, they need to do it. Like, Finn's getting a little long in the tooth, you know, um, and I feel like if they're going to do something like that, they, you know, sooner sooner rather than later is always, always better. We missed uh, TakeOver. We probably should have done that first, but if you watched TakeOver before Survivor Series, you were probably let down because TakeOver was uh, another burner. If you're not watching NXT or, or, or definitely the, the TakeOver pay-per-views, you, you need to because it's an awesome wrestling. If you're complaining about anything on Survivor Series and you're not watching uh, NXT, it, you're, you're doing yourself a disservice because that's probably what more of what you're looking for. Uh, it was a great event from top to bottom. I I'm, wasn't a huge fan of the, of the War Games match i just it's it's kind of similar to survivor series for me where it's like eh, okay you know it's it's not something i look forward to every year i don't know if you're on a different side there but i think every match from top to bottom was really fun here yeah i well personally i love um i love the war games concept i think that they they could tweak it a little bit to make it um to make it better um i personally i did prefer last year's um match war games match to this year's match um but even still, like overall, it was it was awesome. I mean, you know, when you put that much talent in, you know, in the ring or I guess two rings, as it were, um, it, there's going to be some amazing spots. I mean, Ricochet, Pete Dunne. I mean, come on, 
yeah, it was pretty cool. The uh, the two out of three falls match was a good start off match for me. I like that a lot. I think there. I always like when I see a move that I've never seen before, and I've been watching wrestling so long. But there was a reversal by Kyrie Sane on the on the on the outside of the ring. Where she basically reversed a suplex into a DDT right onto the oh my gosh right onto the yes. edge of the ring and uh, and it was uh, pretty uh, I thought it was going to be pretty bad but uh, Shayna Baszler yeah. was, was good man I, th- these two are fun to watch and I- I'm just worried about if they try to move Baszler up to the main roster she's going to just basically like kind of be a second fiddle to uh, Ronda unless they put her on a you know on a SmackDown or something like that but this was a really I fun match. She- yeah, I think she's going to stay in NXT a little while longer. Um, now that they've got the the three horse women, <laughs> I guess yeah. it sounds kind of weird to say the three horse women. They have the three horse women down there, and I think we could see some, you know, um, like small feuds in the future between uh, the three horse women and you know Dakota Kai, Lo Shirai, and uh, uh, Kyrie Sane. You know, I think that that could be fun. And I mean, those girls can go. I mean, that moonsault off of the ring post, oh, I was like, man. oh, it was beautiful. I mean, I thought I liked Charlotte's moonsault, but then I was like, golly, man, like she is amazing. It was funny that the Dakota was one of the people that got hit by it. And it's like, you know, what do you do when they like, <laughs> I guess you're just going to do a moonsault. You don't really care who gets hurt by it. Uh, but, you know. Yeah, that's one of those moves. It's like it's just like you, yeah, you never look. Just go. We're just gonna take out the whole whoever's down there. Watch out. And Aleister Black, Johnny Gargano was a brutal, brutal match, man. Gargano, I I wasn't really feeling the heel turn for him, but he has kind of like the sniveling, like uh, I, I don't like know. a whiny baby. I feel like it's kind of like you know, what about me? What about Johnny Gargano? You know, yeah, kind of feel to it. It's kind of like a, I'm. You know he thinks he's he's the face in this, but he's really the heel, which is kind of fun. And Alistair Black had some some really horrendous kicks to Gargano's face and head. I, they were they were they rang through the entire arena, man. That was that was brutal. And and you say the uh, you think the uh, Champa match was a match of the year candidate? I I have to agree that that was great. Velveteen Dreams fun to watch, and those guys put on a hell of a show. Oh my gosh! Like you know. First of all, Dream coming out as the Hollywood Dream, I popped for that. I thought it was, you know, like you had the purple lights on at first. And I was like, is he going to do it? Because there had been rumblings that he was going to come out as Hollywood Dream. Um, and the purple lights were on at first. And I was like, I can't tell. Is he wearing black and white? Then he started like, you know, coming down the the ramp. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is so hot. Um, and I mean, obviously, I love I love me some some Champa. He's just like he's like the perfect heel. Um, and I think Dream I think Dream is main roster ready, but I almost don't want him to leave NXT because I feel like he's just so amazing amazing there. And you know, when you have a match where like I literally for most of the match had no idea when or how it was going to end and what the outcome was going to be, and that's always fun. You know, like yeah. every pinfall, I was like. This is it. You know, I can't tell you how many times I said, well, that's it, you know, and then yeah. it wasn't it, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Um, and that that is always a lot of fun. Yeah, dream local Baltimore boy, uh, Patrick Clark, 20. He's only 23 years old, which is pretty exciting. And, uh, yeah, I think he's going to be down there for another year or two. We'll, we, we all should, should do an episode of who should be called up from NXT at uh, around WrestleMania time because there's a ton of talent down there, and I don't know where they're going to go. But uh, we, right. talk, we talk about you know, people being pushed down the card, and that's going to push some people even further down the card, man, because there's a, there's a ton of talented people down there. Uh, we touched on the War Games match. Uh, Undisputed Era loses, and, but it was good to see all four of those guys back together again. Yeah. I, yeah. Overall, I thought the whole the whole takeover show was just awesome. Like, you know, like I said, start to finish, they had the, you know, oh, no, Matt Riddle to like pop the crowd and get them excited. Um, and then they went into this, those four just bangers, um, which was fun, you know, because, you know, in typical 
WWE pay-per-view fashion, you have like, you know, big match, then you have like, you know, a couple, like a popcorn match or you have a slower match and then, it, you know, you lead up to the main event. But like NXT TakeOver, I mean, it's just like you are on, on 100, 100% of the time. Yeah, it was a great show. I, I definitely, I'm going to go back and watch those matches again because they were pretty fun. Ricochet with a big, big move off the top of the cage uh, onto a bunch of guys standing around getting uh, ready to get hit, which was fun to see. But yeah, it was, it was a great show and um, yeah, it was a cool weekend. I'm, I'm excited for next year in, in Chicago. I got some friends there. I'm, I hit them up on Facebook and kind of hint, hint, let me sleep on your couch. Let me and the wife sleep on your couch for the weekend. We'll go to some wrestling shows. It should be pretty fun. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I've always wanted to do like the the whole weekend. I don't know if you're going to get, you know, if, if you go on a, a wrestling detox after that because four four straight days of wrestling, I don't know if I could, if, I don't know if my marriage could handle it. I don't know if I could handle it, but uh, it'd be pretty fun to try. Oh, it is so much fun. Like, you know, some of the most fun times like we've had, like it was like our mania weekends, um, you know, of all the vacations and all the things that we've done, like just like being surrounded by people who are like, like you, I mean, they're just marks for wrestling. They love it. Um, it is just so much fun because let's be real. Most people out in the real world, you can, you like they have no idea what's going on in wrestling. You know, we're our own little WWE universe. And when you just bring everybody together and throw them in this one city, it is like mayhem and it is beautiful and glorious. And you leave there just feeling like totally re-energized and reinvigorated. And it's awesome. So yeah, if you have the opportunity, you should definitely do it. After a fun weekend, uh, Raw and SmackDown didn't really deliver. There isn't too much to talk about. They, they kind of set up TLC. It looks like we're going to get a, uh, Seth Rollins Dean Ambrose match for the Intercontinental Title, and mm -hmm. uh, we're going to get a uh, Brock Lesnar Baron Corbin TLC match at TLC, which makes sense because it's an, I mean <laughs> he announced it like it was a shocking thing to announce a TLC match at TLC, <laughs> right? But uh, he's he's going to be out of commission too. He's going to have shoulder surgery, I think. I think he'll be back definitely for the Royal Rumble, but I don't know if he'll be back for this match. So that puts a damper on things. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm excited for I'm excited for TLC. I think it's going to just really set the stage for, you know, the the rest of the year and up into mania season. And I'm, I am I like TLC. I mean, I always think I mean, those gimmick matches. I mean, you, you know what to expect from them, but they're always fun to see what new stuff people can come up can come up with. Think about all the people that are out now with some sort of injury. Roman Reigns, Owens, Jason Jordan, Sami Zayn. There's a ton of people. I'm sure I'm missing somebody, but uh, there's a ton of talent that's out that injury bug right now i don't know if they're just waiting for them to kind of head back for wrestlemania obviously roman is a longer situation but uh a lot of people honestly i think i think the wwe machine just keeps going like i feel like you know those guys go out which is so sad for those guys because sometimes those guys are really on a run and you know then then that happens and i mean like look at finn you know he was on a on a run he became the universal champion and then had to go out um to get shoulder surgery and you know, hasn't really capitalized on on that you know, energy ever since. And so, um, I, I, it's sad, but when those things happen, the show must go on. And I feel like it sucks when the, when there's like a lot of injuries at once it happened a few years ago. I can't remember exactly what year it was. Um, but like literally it was like injury after injury after injury. And I was like, Oh my God, like seriously, like what are, what are they going to do? But that's why they have NXT. That's why they have that developmental is just cause they keep pumping people up and bringing them up and doing the things. And you know, yeah, it's, it's also good on one hand because then they can kind of take their time to get back. They're not you know, starving for for talent, especially with now the pay per views being co branded. You can you can put together a card pretty easily, and, right? Uh, so yeah, it was a cool weekend. And uh, 
definitely check it out on the WWE Network. I'm not getting paid to say that, but uh, let's go, <laughs> let's get into our Go Figure segment. We uh, talk about our weekly figure purchases and uh, some of the news and notes around there before we get into our Black Friday stuff. What did you What did you buy this week, Sheena? Oh man! So you know, the last couple of weeks I've had some pretty bulky bulky hauls, but this week it was all about one figure, and it was the uh, Ultimate Warrior Mattel Legends figure. It was one of five. It was made specifically for Warrior to sell on his website. We didn't get an OG. Don't worry, we're we're not loaded like that. We ain't got that kind of cheddar on us. But um, Heel has been found a the prototype through some private channels, and it is so amazing. So the ring gear is like from. Um, you know, a promo shoot that he did for like 1991 SummerSlam. And it's just patriotic and amazing. And we'll post some pictures. We haven't posted pictures on Instagram yet, but I was um, was about to look for him. Yeah. 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 It is. It's pretty, it's pretty epic. Um, you know, and for a prototype, I mean, it looks, it looks really legit. Like, you know, it's not, it's not halfway done. Like it looked, the paint and everything is incredible. So yeah, we were pretty excited to get, to get that in hand and to look at it and to make sure that we weren't getting like, you know, played over by, this person who sold us the uh, the prototype. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I uh, will get into it with the Black Friday stuff, but last night I jumped on Ringside Collectibles uh, after their their site stopped uh, crashing, and uh, picked up some elites. They got some good sales on stuff. I got a Sami Zayn for like three bucks, and uh, Tugboat Warlord, and um, what was the other one? Oh, the Berserker. Just some random figures. They were all like less than five bucks. They're yeah, all, just fill, fillers for the collection. Exactly. Yeah, you gotta you gotta get all the all the shelves filled. So uh, that'll be cool, and uh, you know I'm gonna do some more shopping over the over the weekend and uh, see what's out there. But there's a ton of good deals going on right now uh, on different websites. But we were both excited about this Carmella Elite that showed up at a Walmart in California, and uh, we missed out on that. But uh, that was pretty cool looking. Yeah, we had all of our, our marks in California um, were so gracious, like um, went out and like looked to see if they could get them, but they had already handed them all out, um, you know, to people waiting to get them signed. And it was only like she was, they were only handed out to people who were getting them signed, but I thought that was pretty, pretty epic. Um, and I was sad that we, that we missed out on that, but I'm happy for all the marks who got, uh, who got their Carmela figure. And like only one has showed up on eBay as far as I know. And it went almost immediately. So, I mean, it's probably, it's like the hottest figure on the block right now. Yeah. Hopefully it's going to be in stores soon. I know with the holidays, obviously they're going to push a lot of new stuff out, but, um, yeah, today's black Friday, biggest day of the year for figure collecting. And, uh, there's a bunch of good deals going on right now. I have some listed here. Uh, we can run down all of them. And a lot, yeah, of, for sure. a lot of websites that we're friends with, uh, for starters, our buddies at Extra Cooler, who actually made the Chick Foley logo, uh, their shirts are $14 today on TeePublic, and I posted a link onto our, Inst- uh, our sorry, our Twitter feed that you can get it there, and uh, they have a bunch of cool stuff. I know you're, you're friends with those guys. They do a lot of cool, like, retro Hasbro-type drawings, and you can kind of get them customized. You can kind of put in requests for stuff, but they, they do some cool work. Yeah, yeah, he he's awesome. Um, I mean, he's just he's a he's a great artist. I love his stuff. Um, he's been doing it. He's been doing it for a while, and I've just loved to see how how um, you know he's developed. And now he's a dad, and he's just doing his thing. And so I'm so proud of him for like all of his success, and um, definitely support him because he's great. Nice. What uh, what you got on your list there? So for me, for my Black Friday sales, um, Chalkline has 35% off all their all their merch. So you just use promo code CL35. Um, so if you've had your eye on any of their like Fanimation jackets or like their Legends jackets or anything like that, like definitely um, take advantage of 35% off because that's a killer deal. Um, 
Our friends over at Lapelia, they have 25% off of your purchase of $25 or more. Just use the code really big sale. So if you, you know, if you're a pinhead or you, you know, want some six t-shirts, that Marty Skrull t-shirt that I have um, is amazing. It glows in the dark. So definitely pick yourself up some of that. And then um, extreme sets, you know, the, you know, our ICW arena, the extreme sets, they have 20% off uh, with promo code THANK. And then the last thing on my list is Wrestling for Sale has 20% off site-wide. So if you want to, you know, get some heat in your closet, uh, Wrestling for oh, Sale has oh. it. And, yeah, the, the code is THANK YOU. Very nice. Yeah, I want to go back to that chalk line. If you guys don't uh, visit that site very often, there are huge wrestling marks. They must be because they have a ton of cool stuff. Just go to chalkline.com and on the top under collections, go to WWE. They have uh, this awesome w old school WCW uh, track suit with the track pants and jacket. They have a really yes. cool uh, gold dust entrance jacket. Kind of looks like his robe and the piece de resistance, which I am. Uh, have my finger on the trigger on is this nature boy it's basically Ric Flair. Yeah, yeah. The, the rick flair entrance robe but, but it's a jacket form there's a purple one a blue one a white one and a black one they're it's beautiful sick, <laughs> sick looking they do a bunch of cool jackets like you said they're also into these soccer jerseys now for different wrestlers so a bunch of cool stuff some tank tops and you're, you've posted a bunch on your instagram over the last you know 12 months or so so check them out there uh those are some good deals that sheena has on uh listed there i also wanted to bring up a good buddy of ours who is uh promoting his website uh it's blackfridaydeals.com let me find it here uh bestblackfriday.com he's a, a buddy of ours on instagram fig heel and he sent a bunch to me. He actually worked. I, I DM'd him, slid into his DMs, and asked him if he knows any any good deals. He said, "I actually work for a Black Friday website," which was <laughs> super random. Wow. But, uh, yeah, K Kmart has all WWE basic figures on sale today for four ninety nine. Uh, wow. Tar Target has uh, buy one get one half off on figures. I think that's elites or basics. Doesn't really matter. GameStop is doing $27 for WWE 2K19. I got that on my list for uh, for the kid and for me, uh, obviously, to play together. He's we're, we're still on 2K17, so we need to upgrade. They're also doing 25% yeah, off all figures and statues at GameStop. And Walmart is doing WWE Championship belts for $17.97 and WWE rings for the same price. So uh, some pretty good deals out there. Pro Wrestling Tees as well, 40% uh, off uh, Pro Wrestling Tees merch, 30% off of New Japan merch, 20% off of everything else. Uh, so a bunch of good deals. We'll post these all to Instagram and to Twitter. And more than likely, some of these deals, Sheena, are probably going to run through the weekend, I would assume, through through um, through Monday. A lot of, a lot of websites yeah. will kind of capitalize on this weekend to get stuff out. And I'm not sure if you know about uh, Private Hell. Are you, are you familiar with that that uh, no. Instagram account? You need to follow them. You need to go to their website, too. They basically make, like, the coolest wrestling shirts ever. They're they're very, like, uh, like rock, like almost like a rock concert band look like if you saw these shirts you wouldn't even think they're wrestling shirts uh but they have an awesome oh, I love that. they have an awesome uh becky lynch one just calls the man and just has her uh only thing in color is the blood on her face and her hair is red and then you know she's in like black and white which is pretty sick and so it's um, like reminiscent of the old uh blood from a stone um stone cold t-shirt exactly with the, yep, the yep, blood yep. yeah and cool they, they got some uh la Parca, some elias some sandman shirts and all just kind of like uh you know almost like if you put a photo onto a shirt uh pretty cool so check them out it's privatehell.bigcartel.com they've always got some cool stuff and it's not bad like 25 26 bucks so it's not 
super expensive for t-shirts. I don't think they have any kind of Black Friday deal, but uh, I want to give them some. Yeah, love. this is the time if you're, um, you know, if you're a Mark or you know you have any live events that you're going to attend. Like this is the time to get your get your swag because um, you know at like so many sales. Like I promise, if you go to your favorite retailer right now, they have something going on. Um, so definitely take advantage. Shop small. Support those lo- those artists that are working their butts off. Um, you know to create all this stuff for you guys. I mean, obviously, as much as I love WWE shop and the bigger places, um, those those artists, they, they put their heart and soul into what they do, and um, I always like supporting those guys. Uh, speaking of WWE Shop, I think they have 25% off today on everything, and that includes they have that three-pack, um, the Adam Cole. Why am I blanking? Oh, the Undisputed Era? Yeah, Undisputed Era three-pack yeah. and the Shield three-pack on their website for like 49 bucks. so I don't think it's too much more than ringside, and then you get 25% off and free shipping on WWEshop.com. Uh, and just a heads up on something non-purchasing uh, related, uh, the, our friends at Jimmy's Seafood are doing a toy drive. Uh, they do it every holiday season, so make sure to, to, if you're in the Baltimore area, if you're listening to this, check them out. And our friends at the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast are doing a holiday toy drive as well. Uh, everything needs to be into them by December 11th. Check out their Instagram. Uh, you can uh, send them basically wrestling figures to uh to Kurt Hawkins wrestling school and they'll you know, give them out to kids and they're going to match everything that they get. And, um, you can actually Great. go on to uh, ringsidecollectibles.com and put in the address for his wrestling school and it'll get sent there. You don't have to pay any kind of shipping. And, uh, there's a bunch of wrestling figures on that on ringside collectibles for, you know, three, four bucks. It'd be cool to grab a 10, $20 worth of them and send them over to some kids that need some toys during the holidays. Pretty cool. Uh, thing they're doing maybe next year we'll me and you will get together on something like that for our listeners be pretty cool to give back uh, this time of year definitely definitely you know as much hustle and bustle as the the holiday season brings i do think it is important to remember that there are you know families and kids out there that um you know aren't having the happiest christmas or the you know best holidays and you know anything you can do to brighten them up is uh is always awesome and it feels it feels really good yeah i have to remind my son he's like now this is the first christmas he's about to be four his first christmas where he's kind of really aware of everything and he's like i want and i want and i'm gonna tell santa i'm getting the, i'm like you're not gonna tell santa anything man you're gonna you're gonna ask <laughs> santa for it to decide you know? it's hard and on the other hand it's hard to not get him stuff because you know it's fun to buy him wrestling stuff but uh exactly yeah. yeah but it is important to instill those you know those values and those reminders into into our kids because it i mean we live in a time now where i mean literally they can have anything they want at any time it's not even like you have to go through the holiday catalog like you click on the internet and you can have something from amazon delivered to your door in two days so exactly. it's like this instant gratification type of system so i think it's important to to help your kids and to help yourself i mean even as adults we need to be reminded that you know it's not all about us and you know to to give back when when we can yeah I, I forgot to mention amazon i don't know if they have any specific deals going on for wrestling merch or figures but uh, they have a, don- a ton of wwd elites on their website and they're ever-changing they're always you know some pretty good deals it's, it's very different from day to day so obviously i don't want to plug amazon too much they don't need any help from us <laughs> but uh, <laughs> right yeah uh it's a, oh, a little mom and pop help of- them out yeah, help out the mom and pops. But speaking of um, action figures, did you guys see? I totally um, forgot to mention this. The Ultimate Editions reveal. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. So it was. Um, so they got the Ronda Rousey from the WrestleMania 34, like her in ring de- debut with the you know the 
rowdy bra and then the black the black shorts um and then they have the the warrior in his halloween havoc 1998 gear um so these are the uh, ultimate edition figures they have double jointed elbows uh they have newly articulated toes which i'm like okay um the ab crunch torsos and then swivel wrists and double jointed uh, knees on the women's figure, which is kind of cool. Um, and then, you know, with the warrior, they have like one where his, uh, they have a head scan swap where he's got like his paint is all distressed. So I'm like, that is so cool. Like if you, especially if you do like, you know, fig feds or figtography or anything like that, you can start the match with his like full on face paint. And then by the end, you know, you can swap his head out and he's got like, you know, his, his battle paint <laughs> is all worn off. And then, um, yeah, they have, you know, Ronda Rousey with her, you know, you can put her arms on with like the leather jacket and the kilt. Uh, and then she's got like a few different head scans, which I think are pretty awesome. And then we saw the prototype of King Mabel and American Badass Undertaker, which, you know, will be in the Elite 68 wave. So I'm pretty pumped about getting about getting a King Mabel figure. Yeah, I definitely need that King Mabel. And uh, it's cool to note that the ultimate uh Mattel Ultimate Collection this is going to be the same size as the Elites and the Basics, so they're going to be on the same scale. I don't know what the price is going to be for those. Um, um, I don't bucks? think I haven't I haven't seen a, a price point just yet, but um, they're supposed to be available in the spring. I think spring 2019. So um, you know, obviously we'll get more we'll get more news as they as they progress. But yeah, I'm I'm excited for this new line. Yeah, I did want to also, the basic line 93, they announced it's going to be Jinder, Macho Man, Triple H, Undertaker, and Bailey. if you collect those basics. And uh, so a lot of cool stuff coming out. I've, I would follow, uh, I just started following him, I'm sure you follow him already. Action Figure Attack is uh, one, of the, yeah. one of the Mattel guys, yeah. and he posts a bunch of cool pictures all the time with some, some stuff that's coming out. So uh, give them a follow. You had a random Merch of the Week this week? Yes. Okay. Don't tell me you so, bought this. I see it on the script. Don't tell me you bought this. <laughs> it, it wasn't me, but if it was one of our listeners or one of our followers, please speak up and don't be ashamed. But I have to say, this is definitely the random merch of the week. There was a vintage um, 1990s Buff Bagwell t-shirt um, on eBay, and it sold for $109.50 with with so you didn't even get free shipping on this shirt oh. so 109 dollars and 50 cents and then they tuned you up for five dollars and 50 cents in shipping Come and on. it is it is under the sold items so somebody out there was like i don't I like like i said on, at the top of the show there is a superstar out there for everyone so um yeah somebody is a huge buff bagwell fan or has a buff bagwell fan in their family and they were trying to get them this shirt as a gift um maybe it was but, judy maybe it's judy bagwell <laughs> oh my god so who the hell it. was it <laughs> yeah <laughs> she's like how i see this merch like this is the only buff merch on on ebay so i gotta make sure that it gets sold um but yeah if it was you if you're a chick foliac and you're out there and you bought the buff bagwell shirt please speak up i want to yes, know please. and i want i want to know the story behind you know what your your love of buff bagwell so that was the random merch of the week because i just could not believe it i don't know how this started but i think wrestling like vintage wrestling tees is kind of that like if it was a stock it would be like you know google or something people are just selling them for crazy amounts of money and uh, I, I mean, they're pricing me out of the category here. I can't, I can't yeah. be spending over a hundred bucks for a for an Undertaker T-shirt uh, anymore. Uh, especially when WWE Shop randomly comes out with some, you know, old school legend shirts for like twenty bucks. 
But, yeah, uh, it is. It is hard, especially. I mean, I believe me, I love vintage T-shirts like that. I mean, I have a vintage T-shirt, uh, a tank top story of my own, my Bret Hart tank top that I searched high and low for, lost it. And then Heel Husband spent months trying to replace it. Um, so I get I get it when you love something and you want it and you want an original. But you're right. Like there's so many companies out there that do reproductions and they're, you know, WWE shop randomly drops, you know, reproductions. And so, like, I would be sick if I spent, you know, 100, 200 bucks on a wrestling tee and then all of a sudden like there's like a $20 repro that I'm like oh well <laughs> yeah it's, it's always frustrating uh, so yeah that's if you bought that random Buff, Weigel, Buff Bagwell shirt big up on you and um, yeah keep on living the dream you get, get, get some, <laughs> you get some money dream. to spend I guess <laughs> oh man so um, we have uh, we have a, we're going into our retro wrestling recommendation of the week. We do this every week uh, because there is just so much amazingness to be seen on the WWE Network. And you know, there's some gems out there that some of you may not know about, especially newer wrestling fans that you know weren't around when these things took place. You may not know about these epic matches. So um, my retro wrestling recommendation of the week is Survivor Series 1991. It was. Undertaker versus Hulk Hogan. Um, and fun fact, this was the first ever singles match at a Survivor Series pay-per-view. So that's a pretty big deal. Um, it wow. was the gravest challenge. Um, and Undertaker, this was a year after he debuted. So if you know debut Undertaker, he was terrifying. Like, he was very, very scary. You didn't really know. You're kind of thinking to yourself, like, if you were a kid, you were like, is this guy alive or is he really dead? I'm confused. Um, and you could see that as, as Undertaker was coming out in this pay-per-view, they were like going to all the children in the audience and some of them were crying. Some of them were shielding their faces. Some of them were burying their faces in their dad's like, you know, waist. Um, and the kids were so, so scared of, of the Undertaker, but so, like I said, this was one year after his debut at Survivor Series 1990, um, and Undertaker became world champ for the first time in this match, um, which was which was pretty cool to see. He went over went over Hogan, and uh, fun fact again, a, he lost it less than a week later at Tuesday in Texas to uh, Hulk Hogan. So. And, oh, this actually ties into the retro pick from a few weeks ago because these events ultimately led to the world title being vacated uh, and a new champ being crowned at the 92 Rumble, which was my retro pick from a couple of weeks ago. So, oh, that's right. Yeah, so uh, pretty pretty awesome match. Uh, Heel Husband and I watched it again the other day, and it's just, it's it's epic. So, so make wait. sure if you have some extra time this weekend while you're online shopping, you want some background noise, tune in. It's about an eight-minute match, so it won't take you long to to watch. So well, Hogan won it back. How was it vacated? Well, because, you know, Undertaker won because uh, Ric Flair intervened. And um, chair, so, yeah. yeah, so it was kind of a, a shit finish. And then Undertaker had a, or sorry, uh, Hogan had a shit finish at, um, at Tuesday in Texas. So they decided like, okay, both of you guys are out. Like we're, you know, we can't have the title be like this, so we they vacated it, and like I said, they were going to crown the new the new champ at the the ninety two Rumble. I have a uh, also a Survivor Series pick, and it's just Survivor Series nineteen ninety eight. It was uh, one of my favorite, kind of when I was in the prime of of wrestling watching, and, and right in the middle of high school. And this is like prime Attitude Era wrestling, and it's not the greatest show ever, but it's a great concept. It was the kind of the the crowning of the Rock as the as the uh, the corporate champion uh, in a tournament style. They they vacated the belt after some, some shenanigans between Undertaker and Kane and 
Austin. And, uh, you know, it was a cool it was a cool show up top to bottom. I mean, you had The Rock and The Undertaker and Mankind and Shamrock and Stone Cold getting, to, you know, getting screwed out of the belt. And, and it was a cool twist at the end for sure because you always thought uh, that Mankind was on the side of uh, McMahon and it turns out it's The Rock and they double-cross him. And it was, a, it was a cool kind of like different – type of survivor series card than it is the usual five on five and i i wish they would do more tournaments i love tournaments i love the king of the ring uh so this is always one that i remember very fondly yes two excellent picks this week so yeah definitely tune into those matches you guys like i said especially if you're a newer fan or a younger fan um i think you'll really really enjoy some of these older matches and if you're like us and you're like me and phil and you're just an oldie um and you like the nostalgia feels these will bring them all back too all right, before we get out of here, we always have our listener mail segment, and we uh, we love for you guys to shoot us an email. AskChickFoley at gmail.com is where you can send it. What's, uh, what is this week's question? This week's question um, says, love the show so much, um, and I get so excited to listen to them. Thank you. This comes in from um, Big Mouth, at Big Mouth AJ. So um, he said, what is your favorite NECA figure so far? Uh, Phil, I know you're not really big into collecting the NECA figures. I collect only the horror NECA figures. Um, and it's a tough call for me because I love them all so much. But I would have to say my favorite right now is my Leatherface figure. Just the detail that is in that figure. And I love, like, it's a big, like, heavy figure. Um, and I, I love the extra head sculpts and the, you know, the meat hook and everything, all the accessories that come with it. And the packaging was very, like, uh, it looked like the movie poster and it was just really, really great. So that would have to be my favorite, my favorite NECA figure for, for sure. And there's supposed to be, I don't know how NECA missed out on the opportunity to release their Mike Myers figure in October when, um, Halloween was, was coming out, but they're, figure kept getting pushed and pushed and now they're Mike Myers the new 2018 Mike Myers figure is being released in December so it looks like it's going to be an epic figure but it was just such a huge a huge loss on my part that yeah they that would have been perfect they, yeah that they didn't get it out during all the hype of of you know the new the new Halloween so that's definitely my favorite NECA figure and what's cool about um this listener mail is that um Big Mouth AJ entered our winner or entered our survivor series contest this week and sent his survivor series pick to uh to our instagram so he his pick was from survivor series 2014 um he said he loved team authority versus team cena and he actually won our gobbledygooker pin so congrats big mouth aj thank you so much for sending in your listener mail and thank you for entering our contest uh send us your details to uh chick foley's dms and we will get that gobbledygooker pin out to you as soon as possible congrats buddy congrats big mouth yeah he's been a big supporter of the show we appreciate everybody listening we appreciate you guys talking about us on social media i've been trying to be pretty active on our uh, twitter account at at Chick Foley Show, and uh, of course you can follow Sheena on Instagram. She she dominates it over there at Chick Foley. And uh, next week we will get more into the holidays. We'll probably do a quick uh, TLC preview. We'll have some more figure news to talk about, and uh, we'll get more into the holiday spirit. Maybe our and there's not ever really any wrestling Christmas pay per views, but uh, I'm sure we can think of something. Maybe our favorite Christmas movies. I know I have some favorite, sure. I know I have some favorite Christmas horror movies. That's a, that's a subgenre Ooh, of a subgenre. That's a, 
I dig that. I can get down with uh, Christmas horror movies for sure. Yeah, we'll have to. We'll definitely have to touch on that. We'll, we'll definitely have a themed episode because you know me, I love a theme and I love the holidays. So it'll it'll be a lot of fun. We'll have some good. We'll have some fun giveaways for you guys too. Um, you know, all you guys that loyally listen and follow. And you know, again, we appreciate you so much. So make sure that you go over, you rate, review, subscribe. It takes five minutes. Before I had our own podcast, like I can honestly say that I didn't go and review and rate podcasts, but it really does help our show out so much to take like the two minutes just to, you know, give us a little five star skis, tell us what you love about the show. And, uh, you know, like I said, we'll read some of those and do some giveaways for those people who, who give us a nice review. Yeah, let's do this. If we can get to 40 reviews. We will pick one on the show next week. And, uh, t- to be the winner, we'll read all the best ones we can. So be, feel free to make them funny. Uh, put some cool stuff in there and we will pick one we will send you two wwe elites uh connor and victor from the ascension the uh, one of the top five tag teams of all time according to bruce pritchard but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah they're awesome looking figures i picked them up for uh for a quick giveaway and that's what we're going to do next week so if we get to 40 uh reviews on itunes so leave a five star and then also just leave a quick couple sentences about the show it really helps us out we will give those away to one lucky reviewer killer awesome uh so for sheena and myself we appreciate you guys listening we'll be back here next week and uh stay classy marks